Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast for the week of June 4th, 2018. I am Jim and I'm here with... Brandon. Brandon, indeed. Uh, Eric is not here because there were no Fresh Start books last week. There were none at all. Uh, and because of that, we're not going to be talking any Fresh Start books. And instead, <laughs> we're going to start uh, what we're going to have once a month is the Marvel Unlimited Reading Club that me and Reggie are going to do. And this week, we will start with Fantastic Four number one. Uh, and we had some fun with it. Me and Reggie were laughing it up with it. it, it yeah, is, I, like, I liked it. I listened. It's kind of a, a ridiculous deal, some of the things that happen, including the thing constantly being re-clothed. Uh, uh, every time the thing shows up, he's he's back in his trench coat and hat that he rips off every scene. But yeah, he has so, a Hulk problem. Yeah, yeah. So basically, me and Reggie once a month we're going to do this. So this is something to check it out. We figured it'd be a good deal to start off this time because there's no fresh start books. Now uh, that doesn't mean that continuing on this will ever happen again. So when we do yeah, have this, so. it may be something that is put up on say a Sunday, whatever. We have to figure out Unless it's the, the week schedule. Black Panther's supposed to come out apparently. Yeah, yeah, because that was delayed. But even then I'm sure it's with like three other books. Yeah, because yeah. next week happening. yeah, next week I said to Brandon when we were talking that this is when I think officially the podcast starts off. Uh, because next week we have three books. This will be the first time that we'll have any more than you know, multiple books. We've only ever had one each yeah. time. They gave next us some week, warm up episodes. Yeah, and that was cool. I mean, I'm down with it. We got it down. And next week, though, we have three pretty big books. Uh, we have Deadpool, number one, by Scott Young, Doctor Strange, number one, by Mark Wade, and The Immortal Hulk, number one, by Al Ewing. Now, also, we have, and it's funny because I hear all these uh, tales of Mark Wade's, de uh, you know, uh, demise. I yeah. keep hearing that he's done, he's suspended, he's all this, yet he has two books next week because he also has Ant-Man and Wasp number one, the start of the miniseries there. And when we decided to do this podcast, one of the things that Eric made sure to tell us <laughs> was that he wasn't going to be involved in anything that was an he ongoing. Stipulations yeah, he contract. does have stipulations. He's only going to be involved in ongoing Marvel Fresh Start books. That does not include the the uh, minis and so with those coming out and, and if you weren't aware the minis would be and man and Wasp, like you said that starts off next week we also have cosmic ghost rider the life of captain marvel moldable man also some other things there's a, a couple crazy things coming out but he's not going to be involved with those but me and brandon decided that me and him we're going to talk about them and again we're probably going to record it sometime this weekend we may end up putting it up on the feed this weekend as its own episode, uh, or we may attach it uh, next Monday when we do the other books. We have to decide uh, because of the fact that it's not going to be with Eric. Uh, we will have it done a little earlier, and I'll even say if anybody gets a hold of me or whatever, let me know if you'd want a little extra bonus episode. Almost if you uh, listen to our DC Comics podcast, we have the spotlight up each week. Uh, though this week I don't know that this would be as early as Thursday, but sometimes they may be able to be. So we'll figure yeah. out. We're trying to figure out the schedule, but so uh, we will be talking about. We don't get early access. It makes it harder. no, and that would be nice. I mean, if we got early access, we'd have them now, and that's what we'd be recording tonight. Me and you would yeah. probably be recording that, and would be able to put it out, say, on Wednesday. But we're we're gonna try to figure out some way uh, to do these mini series a little different. Uh, with that, I'll even go as far as reading the solicits for the books that we'll be talking about next week, and then we'll get on to the reading club, and I'll let Brandon go and do whatever the heck you do in Buffalo. 
eat wings probably because Ant-Man, shovel i think i yeah, got a shovel, shovel don't I? okay yeah really it, it's not uh exactly august yet you still have snow on the ground ant-man and wasp number one is written by uh, mark wade artist javi garon and it is a new series from mark wade wasp was just trying to help ant-man get home to earth to see his daughter but a little problem got in the way very little subatomic in fact is scotty lang how is lost in the vast spaces between atoms now nadia is his only hope of rescue if only he would listen long enough for her to save them from master storyteller mark wade and marvel young gun artist javier garon come a comes a story of big journey getting smaller all the time and this one's coming out very quickly uh yeah. i think that we have like two this month and then it, it gets it, they're gone they want to get it out before every the movie. other week yeah i think yeah yeah they want to get it out before the movie comes out and in conjunction with that some of the others aren't as quick some are just monthly uh i think there was one i forget which one it was because i was trying to grab you know our schedule and stuff one it seems like a month like a month and a half between issues but we'll see uh <laughs> but I, i'm looking Is forward that to cosmic this. ghost rider it might be. I'm telling yeah. you, it seemed like it was a little bit off the uh, regular scheduling there. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a huge Ant-Man fan. Uh, no, I just, either. I just watched the movie about a week and a half <laughs> Did you ago. You finally watch it? Yeah, I finally watched it, and I can't say I even got through all of it. I actually watched. I enjoyed what I, I was yeah, doing, but I, I was busy doing some other things. It was fine. So I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to me and you talking about it and kind of, you know, getting into it. But I can't say this would be any of the, you know, oh my god, I can't wait till that comes out. Now the next couple that are the main books. Kind of am excited for it. And the first one, Deadpool number one, Merkin for a living. Scott Young and Nick Klein bring you the craziest tales of the regenerating degenerate yet. It's been a while since Deadpool's had to to murk to make ends meet, but things are tough all over while Deadpool tries to get his humble mercenary for higher business back off the ground. A catastrophic threat so unfathomably large, so mind-breakingly cataclysmic, it defies description as heading towards Earth, and there's only one person who can stop it. Oh, no, wait. It's not Wade, is it? But yeah, oh, bleep. It's Wade. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I actually liked, uh, you know, leading up into this, the Deadpool that I read. It's one of those I can read and just, you know, you read and get done and, and go to yeah. the next book. The but... arcs aren't usually too long. No. There's like usually a long-running story in the background, but not something you necessarily need to be invested in to enjoy the issues. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's a book I've I've been in and out of since All New, All Different started, but I've always kind of enjoyed my time with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got a lot of catching up to do. I don't know if I'll make it by the time yeah, number I one drops, too. but I, I do try. Too. I remember uh, when we first started doing the Marvel uh, Monday reviews on the site, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, you were doing, weren't you doing the Deadpool Spider-Man book? Was yeah. that one of the books yeah, you were doing? Yeah, I liked that a lot at the start, but it got it got real wonky because it was like uh, Joe Kelly did uh, basically the main arc, but it kept getting interrupted by these like mini side things no, by really? other people, and yeah, yeah, it got messy. Oh, here's the next one, and I think this is the one that I'm looking most forward to uh, for next week, and it's Doctor Strange number one. It's weird because again. Not a huge Doctor Strange fan. I kind of like the idea of this. We'll see how it is, but it is by yeah. Mark Wade and Jesus Saez. And it says, new spells, allies, and enemies in this new series from Mark Wade and Jesus Saez, Sorcerer Supreme of the Galaxy. The Eye of Agamotto is closed. I always I never know if I say it right. Doctor Stephen no, that's, Strange that's has, right. has lost his connection to the Earth's arcane power, and he can't wait to recover while nightmares press against the seams of our reality. Tony Stark offers a 21st century solution when 
astral travel fails, try astronautical travel. Enter Doctor Strange, Space Explorer Supreme. New spells, allies, and enemies, new and old await Strange Beyond the Stars, along with Corners and Secrets of the Marvel Universe Senior for the first time. Space is endless, but time is short. After years of threats, Steven's bill for magic uh, use is coming due. Who will come to collect? And yeah, I'm excited for that. I actually yeah. think that that sounds pretty cool. Uh, again, I'm catching up on it. And it's kind of been I, I it's kind of been slow. I, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I enjoyed the Jason Aaron Doctor Strange a lot. I got to catch up on the coat stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm reading Kate the coat stuff. stuff now, and it's it's kind of and I love him. It's just Doctor Strange is just not my character. So I yeah. hope that this is a book that makes him. You know that I get excited. It, it gets for. interrupted in the middle of Kate's run with like this Doctor Strange event type thing yeah, too yeah. that I I thought was awful so yeah the uh, damnation event is yeah, that, yeah yeah you can yeah. skip that if you're trying to yeah it was that. funny i i actually started reading that as well so uh <laughs> eric read a couple of the issues of that he seemed to really like it but, yeah yeah, it's, yeah i it, think that's more eric he's more of the magic guy he you is. know what i'm saying yeah he is and while i was reading that you say that and i'll tell you getting ready for the other things uh venom i kind of hit a snag when all of a sudden it was just crossover heavy yeah. uh back then but yeah the next one and the last one is Immortal Hulk number one that we'll be talking about next week, and it's uh, written by Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett. Horror has a name. You never notice the man who doesn't like to be noticed. He's quiet, calm, never complains. If someone were to walk up and shoot him in the head, all he'd do is die until night falls and someone else gets up again. The man's name is Banner. The horror is the Immortal Hulk. And I don't know. I'm going to have to see how this is. I actually like a lot of the Hulk I've read. Uh, This seems, obviously, from that solicit, seems more of a horror book. Uh, yeah. than anything and i know interesting and i know but, he he came back and he, he's not happy i mean yeah. obviously he <laughs> wanted to stay dead and they brought him back and uh i i actually got excited when he came back in the avengers it was that yep. when he came back right and i was actually yeah. enjoying that even though that whole uh that whole crossover that event type deal yeah, that weekly kinda, Avengers. Man, it kind of was a little odd. I'm telling yeah. you, for somebody just jumping in things, that was a little odd reading through. And I sniffed was, out what that was when I read the first issue. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is Contest of Champions. They yeah, just that's, did the that's all it was. year is like a mini series, like out of continuity, yep. but not, they made this one in it. You know yeah, what I'm it was saying? That's it. about yep. it. And it, it was weird because even when I was reading it, uh, they they didn't say like didn't go far enough. It just and then it just kind of ended. And I was yeah. like, all right, well, Hulk's back. That's what I got from it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, I'm was, glad that was essentially the point of that. It, it yeah. feels like ultimately just a whole bunch of grandstanding and nonsense to get to the Hulk coming yeah, back. To I get guess. to the Hulk coming back and explain that he didn't want to come back. Yeah, there you go. But that's that's what we're going to be talking about next week. And and with that, like I said, I'm looking most forward to Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh and even with that, like I said, I, I'm I like Deadpool, but I can you know it's one of those that you pick it up, you're done, whatever. The but only, I, I the hope it's a little better. The only good thing about this new Deadpool is Scotty Young interests yeah. me a lot. I like his uh, I hate Fairyland a lot. Okay, yeah, mostly yeah. Mostly like his uh, you know his kitty art style when he does yeah. those like Marvel yep. kids. I I kind of enjoy those. Yeah, so hopefully um, that'll be good. So we'll see what he's got. I, I've never really read him on a mainstream superhero, so this will be interesting. But yeah. most. I'm most pumped for, believe it or not, uh, the Hulk book. The I like Hulk. Al Ewing stuff. Uh, and this yeah, is like I haven't read unique, much Al Ewing. 
So I yeah. like the unique takes on the Hulk, like when they do Smart Hulk or like when yeah. they do World War Hulk or Planet Hulk. That, yeah, but that's what I'm more interested. Uh, that's what I'm more, you know, have read the Planet yeah. Hulk, World War Hulk, and things like that. Uh, a couple of Gray Hulk stuff that uh, Reggie had pointed out. Some other yeah. things on the on the app. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to all. Eric actually seemed very excited about Doctor Strange and Hulk, so we'll see. How yeah, he, but Hulk's again, the one that's got my attention most. Yeah, like I, I said, think that's the one I'm actually going to buy. Like. Hard copy. Okay, you're actually going to buy. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is we'll see you next week uh, <laughs> when we talk about these. Me and Brandon will be talking about four. Uh, we'll have at least three on the main podcast, maybe four with that Ant-Man and Wasp. Like I said, we're trying to figure out the scheduling, but we'll see you then. And right now we're going to go off to me and Reggie starting off the Marvel Unlimited Reading Club with Fantastic Four number one. Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Unlimited Reading Club. That is a long title there, uh, episode yeah. one of it, and uh, I decided to ask Reginald here with me, hi Hello. Reggie, I, Hello. I decided to ask you to do this because, number one, me and you both love the app, the Marvel Unlimited app. We Absolutely, talked about it. yep. And uh, it's funny because I had been using it, I'm a, I'm a frugal man, I've talked about this <laughs> many a time, and I rarely would ever pay for anything that I don't use often. And it's weird because I, I had the app for months uh, at times without even really doing anything except going through and looking at covers and right. things like that. But I like it so much that I never got rid of it. And then when I decided, I actually started reading a lot more. I got it for the year, and now I'm in. And I love it. And I, I talk about it all the time uh, about that. I wish DC had an app quite oh, like this. Do you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mentioned, mentioned it a couple times. I I've mentioned I it a couple of times. Before. But oh. with this, if you do have the app or you don't, I mean, it, this would be better if you do have the app. We're going to get on uh, probably about once a month, if not, a, you know, more. We're going to see how it goes and pick an issue from the app uh, and do a reading club store thing. Go through it. And uh, when you listen to this, you can page through it as well. I'm even doing this pure on the on my tablet with the app i've never actually done this uh, i recorded anything with the tablet because it's a little smaller i have to say but i'm going to do it for the full experience right. and when i asked you about this whole deal uh you said you wanted in and you said that we had to start with fantastic four we got to start uh, with the one that started it all you know yeah, what i mean yeah. this is the granddaddy this is the one that kicked off the marvel age so we yeah. got to start where all so began. we are going to start with that, and with that, Reggie, give us some credits and a little background on this issue. This is the Fantastic Four. Number one has a November 1961 cover date, cover by Jack Kirby and Dick Ayers, written by Stan Lee, penciled by Jack Kirby, inked by George Klein and Christopher Rule, colored by Stan Goldberg, lettered by Artie Simek, and edited, like all of comics were written and edited at that time, and Marvel by Stan Lee. Yep. Uh, cover price... Ten centavos. Ten cents. So ten cents. I know, really, and and for ten cents you get quite. Oh a yeah, lot, you get a lot, lot of painting yeah. here. Yes, you do. Uh, so uh, as the, the story goes, is that uh, the head of Marvel Comics, Martin Goodman, and DC Comics owner at the time, Jack Leibowitz, were playing golf, and Leibowitz was crowing about how the Justice League of America was selling. So uh, Martin Goodman came back and said, told Stanley, "You've got to make a team, a superhero team. Also, superheroes are hot again." Yeah. Uh, really more likely Martin just noticed that JLA was selling. He was in the industry. I yeah, think, I would think that he's, think he has heard about it. Is a little, a little, a little baloney. A little yeah, it might be some baloney. Hat. But whether, yes. whether it was or not, uh, Martin definitely told him to uh, come up with a team. So 
he and Jack Kirby came up with the Fantastic Four, which is, you know, Reed Richards, Sue Richards, or Sue Storm, uh, her brother Johnny, and then their their buddy Ben Grimm. Yes. Uh, Stan was actually going to quit when he got the uh, order to do it, but his wife, Joan, who just passed away not long ago, yeah. suggested that he do one last job for Marvel the way he wanted to, have nothing to lose, so he decided to write... A somewhat sappy, it's, what it really is, what's funny, when you, when you really break down this issue, and we're gonna go through it, uh, right now, it really is a monster comic meets a romance comic. That's yeah. This, really, you know what I mean? It's, it's taking those two genres, blending With some together. family things thrown a little in. Bit of, uh, a little bit of family. Yeah, a little bit. It, it starts it uh, off, but yeah. I mean, a lot of the things I think that become normal for the series are not evident yet, like the, the, yeah. the Johnny and, and, and the thing fighting all the time, and. Nope. Uh, yeah, they Eric. really don't have much of an interaction in this yeah. whole issue. It's kind of surprising. This really is early days, and you know, well, the the thing behaves especially differently. And even if you could, if you are paging through it as you should be, uh, you'll see he looks. You know, Kirby's getting his hang hang on this. You know, and it's gonna this will be interesting too. This is a good look at the Marvel method, which was, uh, you know. Stanley would give Kirby a story, Kirby would turn in all the pencils, and then Stanley would write the plot afterward. And that's where you're gonna get some strange scenes in this thing. But uh yeah. we can pretty much dive right in whenever you're ready, Mr. Werner. I am ready. And I, I said uh in a lot of different times and different things that we've talked about and wrote uh, written and things like that, I had never really read this issue. I had tried to get through it. Uh-huh. Um you know, I have to admit that at points I'll tell you where I got to. Normally got to when they just got to Monster Island. And then it's just like, I am out. Uh, you know, so, and, and with that though, it's one of those where I think that the Fantastic Four are, are one of those groups and whatever that most people know the origin at least a little bit. And it's not very complicated. I mean, reading no. this, it's not like something where, oh, I heard that they went into space and got hit by cosmic rays and then turned into these things. And like, oh, I want to see what really happened. No, no, that, that's pretty much that's what happened. So much the end of it. Yeah, it's basically it's like Spider-Man. He got bit yeah. by a radioactive spider. He became Spider-Man and Uncle Ben died. You, you, well, know, I mean, you have I mean, these you might, things. You might think there might be a story like while mining for gold on asteroid, you know, no, none yeah, of that. Yeah, Literally no, went none of that. Got zapped and yep. came back all crazy. I mean, there's nothing else to that. So <laughs> being a guy who never read any Fantastic Four at all, uh, I pretty much half of the issue – I pretty much knew, you know, yep. for the most part. And I, I do like the thing uh, with this that y- you do, and when we start, we'll start it up, and it's not something where you'll normally get a comic where, you know, you'll get the origin right away. Uh, Stan Lee pr- plays around a little where yep. you start off with the team kind of assembling I don't really under, you know, why and how all of a sudden it's just like this, this thing happens for them to go and what they've been kind of doing since walking around and stuff, it seems, but it makes me laugh. But I actually like You're, that. You I really kind of like want to know what happened. Like, what happened yeah. the day before this? So did, this you, is what I'm you saying. You came up yeah. with a pact, like, all right, guys, go do your thing tomorrow. But when I fire off this weird, yeah. giant, Gun, giant flare, smoke flare, the Fantastic Four <laughs> in the sky. Make sure you hurry it assemble. Yeah, make sure you get your butt over here because really this is like what we're going to do. They should have worked something out probably a little more. It, it is, it <laughs> is, but I, I actually thought that it was a little like now reading it, it it's kind of, it, at least it's different. You, you don't have Stan Lee just like, okay, here's the team. When they come back, they do this, that, and the other thing. But he, there is a little bit uh, throughout this. Like you said, there's some things because of how they did it with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby that there are a little bit of gaps and things 
and wondering how things happen and wondering what, you know, and everybody thinks of. <laughs> I, yeah, why? But yeah, it starts off. And like we said, that the first page really, and, and even before that, I do love the cover. Uh, it's oh, a yeah. classic cover, it really but like really, sure. it's another one of those things though that in this, and I, I said, I'm, I have my tablet here. I have the app out. And yeah, when you look at it and you kind of get close in, it's a little shady. There, there's some shakiness to this. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not the greatest looking of issues, but I do like it. I, I actually do like the Jack Kirby art. I'm not a hater like Eric. I can appreciate the stuff, but yeah, the, uh, Mr. Fantastic on the cover looks like he's got just like a running sh- pants on and then I don't even shirt. know. Yeah, he, is he like it's, lying down? What's going I don't on? Know. What's That's happening? what I'm saying. And he's being held by ropes. Did, did the big monster <laughs> rope him up? I, I'm not sure yeah, it's I very think, I think odd maybe he got lassoed by the mole man or something yeah and then that. even on the cover it makes me laugh because it continues on really the fantastic four really do not care about anybody around them or especially any vehicle because in this the thing looks like he is just punching a car for yeah, no he's reason ripping an no reason to yeah. like just smushing it to no crack reason for no reason at all there's, yeah. there's a monster there so he's messing up a car i guess uh, what's he gonna yeah. say you know hey, the monster did it you know yeah hey look at that and then you know you have sue who's being held by the monster so she decides to make her legs invisible they don't, the monster still has you sue i know they're not very smart I'm on not this cover trick them, you know yeah, but it, it starts off basically. You see, like the heads here, they are, and yeah, and in this, the other look thing is look at Reed Richards, doesn't he look? Oh, kind I know. Of like he looks so gaunt and like he looks like a Christopher oh Lee God. or something. Yeah, like, he <laughs> looks and he looks sixty. This <laughs> is really another does. thing that I've heard from people. It's like him and Sue's a little younger than him. I mean, I'm telling you by like forty years. Yeah, and uh, he's like twenty-five. He's, yeah, he does. He does look like almost like a Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> he is so old. But you have there and. Uh, you get going, and then all of a sudden, people are pointing and they're looking at this big, you know, cloud that says "Fantastic Four. And the police are all gathered, like, "Oh, we we don't know what in blazes is going on." Right. And you see just Reed there standing in his window with a smoking flare gun, and like, yeah. "All right, this is what happens." I told them I was going to get a hold of him. He, he doesn't have a phone, I guess, or he doesn't have any other way than to just set off a flare. With the, the I mean, I really thought man. about it because, you know, okay, so this is 1961. So obviously yes. cellular technology, that's out. You know, no. yes, that's out. Walkie-talkies still exist. Yeah, you know walkie-talkies. I mean? There's a certain kind of short-range broadcast you yeah. can use. Or, I'm yeah, telephone, you. something like this. Yeah, you have Reed. He's a pretty smart guy. Instead, he is pretty much sending up a smoke signal, <laughs> though it comes out of a gun. It yeah. did make me laugh, though, because as this is going on, it works enough. You, you see Sue, who is actually having uh, tea with, with a social friend. A They're society friend. A society oh. friend. And the, the lady's like yelling and like, oh, my God, Sue, what are these words? What do they mean? I'm, Can you read? It, it actually comes off. And in this... It is actually, a kind of funny doesn't thing. even tell her. Like, what if it was just a skywriter writing Eat yeah. at Joe's? Yeah, Eat at Joe's. I don't understand <laughs> these words. Uh, but, yeah, it makes me laugh with this because there is a couple points in this where it really points to the fact that it is 1961 and Sue's a woman. And yep. yet it, it's more, like you said, it's more of a romance, so she's included. But even as they were going to go onto the rocket ship in a bit – uh, you know, Reed actually says like, hey, woman, you're of no use to us, but 
hey, you're already here. Let's go. And even like, ah, and your brother Johnny, what does he know? And, oh, and it's a it weird gets, deal. Be- it yeah, gets it gets funny because yeah. this is where Sue then basically is like, oh my god, I I have to be true to the vow. Obviously, that when this goes off, she has to go. And instead of just saying like, excuse me, uh, you know, this tea was great. I really enjoyed it. I got to go get a cab. I got to go see, you know, some friends yeah. of mine. I got to excuse myself. She turns herself invisible. Immediately. Immediately. And I'm like, why? She thinks she's been abducted. I Who knows what? It just makes me laugh that it's like, oh, I got to go to the meeting. Better turn invisible. And then yeah. runs out of this apartment and goes through a crowd of people where there is not one person that she does not run into, knock over, push that. The yeah. poor guy, one guy has a bunch of packages. She just, just and you see throw, her. Throw it aside right there. It's she actually looks like she is knocking the packages out of his hand to get by him. Even and the doorman. I mean, give yeah, the poor doorman. He's just there. He His hat comes flying off. And, you know, so each it, and every one of those people spent the rest of them, their lives in an insane asylum. Yeah, you know, it's, that, they that had no idea what happened. Kind of they had yeah. no idea when they went to the police and, like, oh, there was this ghost. They're like, all right, round them up, <laughs> yep. get the padded wagon, here we go. And then goes in this poor cabbie. The, the guy's in the cab. It's so great because Sue decides that the best way to get to where she has to go is to get just a random cab. And, an, and empty just, an empty cab. An Do, Doesn't say where to go. The cab just takes off and, and then heads. And she's like, oh, my God, this is great. Pulls out a dollar out of her pocket. And this is the other thing that gets wonky. And it always does with anybody invisible. Why wasn't that dollar visible before? Why wasn't there a floating yeah. dollar? It's just out of the pocket. Boom. Uh, because I, obviously the clothes were affected by the cosmic rays, I guess. Goes to give the dollar to this cabbie. She also seems like she could probably turn, you know, uninvisible right here. She could turn visible and say, hey, thanks. But no, no, this guy thinks there's a ghost. Oh, my God. What? There's a ghost here. Oh, no. And then goes what appears to be. Completely insane. And he, then gets he went out. home and he murdered his family and, and he himself looks like it. because he, he said there was red. no more Jesus. Yeah, not, why, why have I been going to church this week? Like, Demons walk the earth. Oh my God, he's Demons so upset. Everything. He's so upset. He's the, yeah, the, the, and he doesn't take the dollar. He doesn't want the demon dollar. And they go, well, uh-huh. then you go, you go to Ben, uh, you know, Ben Grimm the thing and yeah. he's just out. He's trying to get some clothes. Of course, there's no clothes at, at this place that uh, that he's gone to that will fit him. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god, you know these words, the Fantastic Four. What can they mean? And then he just rips oh, no, off no, you, his, you gotta his mention, trench. Though that that Ben Grimm is wrapped up in a yeah, he, massive. He looks like he looks like the Invisible Man. Like- Sunglasses, sunglasses, down. maybe the goggles. Man. Exactly yeah, right. he looks like the Invisible Man. It's what he looks he has like. Pants with cuffs on, right here too. Yeah. If you know it, so, so yeah, he, he does. Where it, you get yeah. those? Where have you got those? Where, that's, where did he get those? Yeah. That's, that's and the where, idea. where did they end up? Because when all of a sudden this guy's like, "Oh my, what is that out there?" It says Fantastic Four in the sky. Oh my goodness! And then Ben again just doesn't leave. Say, "Oh, you know what, there, bub, I gotta get going." No, he has to rip off his trench coat to expose that he's the thing with this red diaper. And and just now this guy's insane. We, we have I should have the ding sound here because they have now made like eighteen people insane yeah, because he just goes insane. off. Yeah, he just goes off and then. And also, 
One he's another jerk. He's another jerk. He just busts through this poor guy. He busts through the door. He he just wrecks the guy's shop. How did he go get to, in there? I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, the door and the he went the way sideways in. then. He he was he was being a, a nice guy then. Like now he just busts out sideways. The, the police open fire on him. And then he just goes down into the sewers where he appears to just be swimming through the sewer water. I, I think he's done diamond. He's like floating. That's all. Yeah, he's just it's floating crazy. Along. And That's this this panel right here in the lower left, I, I, I think I saw this comic for the first time in a book called The uh, Origins of Marvel Comics okay. in the seventies. And like this panel of the thing floating with his head just above yeah. water, one of these things that really resonated with me when i see it now i'm kind of dragged okay. back to when i was a little kid again that's cool but also yeah, he, cool. he did rip up the street to oh get yeah the, he, he didn't take, he didn't take the manhole off he fucking takes a <laughs> chunk of the street out yeah. i also like you see how the thing is uh, up on the upper left he's almost like a monkey oh he's yeah almost yeah. simian and then so like kirby's working out how this guy's gonna yeah, look he, now. yeah he's, he's working he's, out like still the, not the there weight yet, and stuff but, you know, of he's him now and and uh, then he just he gets to where he needs to go and then the busts through the street again. I cannot delay. I'll make an opening. That's it. That's <laughs> the, there's a poor guy just going to work. He goes up and destroys this guy's car. He yeah. puts out his arms and the guy runs into a rock wall of a thing. And then they all run off again. They're all upset. And the police are just like, they don't know what's going on. And then you go off to Johnny. And, and this is where me and you were laughing before because Johnny's there. He's souping up his car. He, you know, he's working on his car. All of a sudden, again, Johnny, not so swift. So the Fantastic Four, the words are in the sky. He doesn't, he does not do anything. And the guy that's with him says, Hey, Johnny, look, those words in the sky, those words, they're coming together to form a four. That's when Johnny realizes he has to go, not when the words were there obviously the guy points out hey those words that are up there they're forming a four he didn't pay attention and then no. flames on and destroys the car that they were yeah uh, destroys it i mean I, this yeah. thing is not coming back the roof is eliminated the tires are melting you know it's yeah. like oh you, my couldn't, God. you couldn't step out of the car and then fly away you knew yeah. you had the power this is what all of them do yeah, so sue turns invisible knocks everybody over ben he, he just busts through and then rips up the street and now johnny just destroys this car and for no reason this yeah. poor guy who's there this mechanic with him is just left I, you know that's why at this point you you have to assume these are the bad guys in the story yeah. you know, yeah. but these must be the villains they're destroying they everything be. they touch everything they touch they destroy then johnny is in the air just going he's Flying. Again, he could have driven that car to Reed's. You didn't have to flame on and fly. Obviously, yeah. they, you know, Stanley's showing powers and things like that. But sure. out of nowhere, the, the military, <laughs> they just assemble and, well, and there are rockets. They yeah, they scramble the ro track. rocket and they shoot missiles at them. As far as I can tell, they're still over a city. <laughs> That's this finished. man's army, Jim. They're ready. Yeah. They're they, I don't well, know, they're they over us city. They're over New yeah, York City. Yeah, that? yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> they they shoot missiles. Thank thank goodness. Reed decides to use his stretchy arms. Yeah, a yes, nuclear, a nuclear warhead. <laughs> After a flaming guy who they have no idea who he is, and then out, and this is the other great thing. So they they have they have scrambled. They shoot a nuclear bomb, right? Reed then saves everybody by stretching his arms and grabbing it and throwing it into the ocean. But yet no. None of the military decide to look into what's at. They disappear now. They're gone. They're like, up. Oh, the bomb didn't work. Go home. They, they go home harmlessly over the sea. Well, yeah. I mean, 
They were probably like, well, whatever that bogey was is gone now. <laughs> he's gone because Johnny ends up flaming off yeah. and uh he's falling and then Reed gets him with his, you know, stretch deal. He grabs onto the side. And then after all that, all that destruction, they're just there, Reed smoking his pipe. Yeah. And then everybody's back. Like Ben, he, he's back in his outfit that he looks like the Invisible Man that he seemed to leave way behind. Yeah. I, I mean, where does this thing come? And it's just like, yep. All right. And they, they, you know, you have the narration that, in fact, we are all four of these strange, or, you know, the four strange and astonishing humans. How did they become this? And that's where you go and you move on to their origin, yeah. which is, it's, it's fast. It's very it's, loose it's and fast. It's a lot faster than you would think it should yeah. be. Oh, you know, yeah. For, yeah. For, the, you for the legendary fantastic And the impact form. and things like that of what it was, it is very fast because basically you have Reed who has built a uh, rocket, which you don't really get until they go and blast off. And yeah. he wants to blast off. And there's great mention of, of you know what? Y- you have Ben. Listen, we don't know about them cosmic rays. They seem mm-hmm. really shady. And then Sue's just like, listen, Ben, you, what are you, a coward? You're going to let the commies win? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? A coward. And then they, and, yeah, and they get mad. Yeah, yeah, really. And then he, he breaks, <laughs> he slams his hand down on, and that's it. That's all you needed was to call Ben a chicken, yep. and off they go to and sneak onto a military base. Forever, so. Yeah, there you go. And he go, they go. They just drive their car. Somehow sneak onto a, a military base well, and I get mean, into it, the rocket and blast off. They do look like they're tiptoeing. They are tiptoeing. So I know. And I'm, there. I, have you ever seen a uh, rocket launch? Have you ever actually gone to a rocket launch or no, you know? Not, not well, lot. what you I can tell you is. What I can tell you is that it's very stealthy. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, it just blasts <laughs> off. That's what it's – they sneak Sometimes, on tiptoe. <laughs> they get into the rocket. Sometimes you'll catch one in your peripheral vision. You'll be like, what, <laughs> what, what yeah, the like, Well, man, my God. What, what is that, a sneak attack? Yeah, you have no idea what's going on. That's what happens. Yeah, they, they go. And that's where Reed's like, you know what, Sue? We really don't need you and Johnny, but ah, the heck with it. Come on yeah. with us. And they go in. But through this all, there's like 17 mentions. If you do not think – that these cosmic rays are going to affect them. I don't know what you're reading because they mention it over and over. Yeah. Like, huh, we don't know about those cosmic rays. Hey, I wish we would have studied those cosmic rays. Oh, no, the cosmic rays. They even have an explanation where they're in. And like, oh, these cosmic rays, eh, it's just like light. It's not affecting me. And uh, that's how it is there, Ben. And then all of a sudden, you know, all hell breaks loose. The cosmic rays do affect them. Then Ben, he's losing – he just hits autopilot, you know, autopilot sure. on the rocket, Fine. which then just returns. And it, this isn't the space shuttle. This is way, way but It's just a rocket that then crashes into what appears uh, to be a forest. It did break a, a tree, Jim. Yeah, you didn't notice that? It broke a tree. That's so. what I'm saying. It, it's not like these things land. A rough like- <laughs> but non-fatal landing. Okay? Yes, it yeah. wasn't a walk in the park. No, no. And, and then like, oh, no, we failed. Like, What do you expect? And this is where Ben in this is just mad at Reed. Reed yeah. is the one that he's just mad about because he doesn't think and Reed And he seems research. to want to get with Sue Storm. That, yeah, he does. Yeah, because they were originally this... setting up a love triangle that kind of yeah. faded away later on. Yeah, yeah. Because but, yeah, uh, even at that later, Ben, once he is the thing in a minute, like his whole thing then is like, why are you with that weakling? Yeah. And he's going, but yeah. Boyfriend, you know. Yeah, yeah. And as they go, now they get their powers. I mean, this is two, three pages and, and you go, you know, full force with it because Sue 
starts to disappear. She starts to become invisible. Yeah. Uh, they can't see her like, oh, my God, she's invisible. And then she just pops back in, and she's visible again. And then you're just going to go down the line. It's the best because Ben's like, you know what, Weakland? You, you, you should have studied these. This is nonsense. Because at one point, Freed says to uh, Sue, Huh, thank God, my love, my darling. You're as good as new. And it's like, how do you know this? And he's right. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, she just turned invisible and then came back. And he's like, all right, you're good. He's And he says, you don't know that. I mean, yeah, we really. can be sick, whatever. And he gets so mad. What turned her and invisible in the first place? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, he, wants, he, he wants to paste the right that smug face of his. Yeah, yeah. and then he, tur- he turns These two the panels thing. right here where Ben turns into the thing for yeah. the first time, to me, are two iconic Marvel panels. Oh, they are, yeah, it's yeah. It's so and, twisted and ugly in that left one, oh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. it becomes kind of frog face or whatever. Yep, yeah, and then he rips a tree up and tries to swing it at Reed, who then gets all stretchy and, and avoids it, then wraps his arms around him, another classic deal. Oh, the yeah. the arms really wrapped around, which is pretty funny. Uh, But, yeah, they're, they're fighting it up, and then out of nowhere, just Johnny's there. I'm like, oh, no. Yep. <laughs> he he ends up flaming on and then just starts flying around, for no, setting everything on he, he fire. He the forest on fire. Yeah, the forest is on fire. They end with basically like, man, that's pretty screwed up. Uh, and then this is the best progression because Reed's like, you know what this means? And then Ben just interrupts him. Yeah, I know. It means that we're going to have to do good. You're right, Ben. Right. <laughs> and then they I, put their hands I'll, be, I'll be honest, Jim. I wish more comics had uh, exposition like be, that. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's very quick. I'm telling Instead you. Instead of a page and a half of yak and oh, yak, yeah. somebody being like, yeah, we know, we know. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, when they come back with this Fresh Start Fantastic Four book, I believe it is coming out in August. Uh, when they come back, if they are going to, I don't know if they're going to go full out because it is a continuation of that Marvel 2-in-1 going right now. But if they did the origin again, I guarantee you it'd be four issues, four to yeah. six issues. This is four pages yeah. and you're good. You are good to go, especially now that you know what the story is. But yeah, it's so funny to me. It's just like hands in everybody. Oh, <laughs> right. And this is where I said to you, one of my favorite uh, bits was uh, Norm MacDonald had a big uh, comedy routine where he's talking about when the Fantastic Four get their powers and it's it's right here and it's so funny because you have Johnny he's like listen I, I, I flame on I become a flying flame like I'm going to be the human torch and then Sue's like oh well I, I kind of go invisible. I'm going to be the invisible girl. And then Ben says, because that when she, when he turned into the thing, Sue actually said, you're a thing. Yeah. And like, eh, Sue already called me. I'm a thing. So all of their powers, their names are based somewhat on what their power is. And then Reed just goes, all right. I'm Mr. Fantastic. Yep. And it's, he is such a I'm Mr. Prick. Fantastic. I'm Mr. Everybody. Fantastic. And in, in that Norm McDonald deal, uh, he has all the rest of Morgan like, well, why not Mr. Stretch? I mean, you know, and then they want to rename themselves. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. You can't rename yourself. You already named yourself the Human Torch. I'm Mr. Fantastic. And yeah, oh, you go from there. Flash. Yeah, yeah. No, then he's already named himself. But then you go just from there. Now we have the team. And now it's off to the Fantastic Four meet the Mole Man, or Mole Man. And uh, this is pretty funny, too, because basically there's been earthquakes and, and things being <laughs> swallowed up into sinkholes. They're, Somehow they're, they're Reed just gets... up all of the atomic plants around yes. the world. And they, and they track all of them, and they're taking them in Australia, South America, yep. uh, I guess in Europe, and finally even in French Africa. Yeah, one is Africa. being stolen, and that's the one where I guess they're going to, you know, finally try to figure out what's happened. That's where the monster comes out of that one. Yep, yeah. The way and it I, looks I, I just, this atomic plant goes into it. Looks like 
uh, dishes are being pulled off the tablecloth yeah, or something like does. that. No? It really, and I, I love the, uh, I, I just love that I got to read a comic this week, but Sakura Blue! When, when it happened, it makes me laugh so much. Because yeah, it does look like there's a tabletop with a, with a table thing, and it's just, it's just falling into the sinkhole. It's tumbling uh, into this like hole this in the plant. middle of this table, yeah. yeah. It just goes down. It, you know, the tablecloth is pulled down. It's there. And then somehow, from where that hole is, where the atomic plant is, then, then the monster comes down. It is the monster from the cover, which kind of makes me laugh that it's a little different from the deal. Uh, but yeah, they, they, the army, that army there, they're attacking a Sakura and, and all that. Well, that's where the Fantastic Four decide that they are going to pretty much go into action and head off to Monster Island. Uh, I think it isn't Ben. Or Monster Isle. Isle. What? Monster Isle? That's just a fairy tale. There is no such place. And then they do go. They get attacked by a dragon. Uh, And, of course, they use their powers. I would have been uh, like, don't worry about it. It was named for Harold Phineas Monster. It's just a name. Don't worry about it. It's just a name. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Sue just turns invisible for no reason. And, and then Reed I mean, uses I his, you know, I'd I I, 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 go and get do. the heck out of there. <laughs> and then there's Mr. Fantastic, lassos the dragon and throws Sorry. him into the water. And there you go. Done. Uh, but, uh, yeah, ta-da. It's done. It, it's his trick. And then with that on the bottom panel there, you see all of a sudden Johnny and Reed get, you know, swallowed up in a hole. They fall down. But you Johnny re- can fly. Re- <laughs> Why does he bother with that? I don't know. He uses Reed as a, pow- as, as a parachute. And he goes down and like, I don't know. I know you can stretch. I don't know you make a good parachute. They go down. And yeah, all of a sudden, then they get a, a big giant, you know, light that knocks them out. And then somehow, really <laughs> unexplained, wake up in clothing yeah. that, that's designed so that they can look at but this light, which special ends, like light sensitive yeah. clothing. Although yeah. to be honest, then wouldn't they only need the eye mask if that's, that's all, all they, they need? To block that's out the all light. they like, need. It's not going to yeah. hurt their hands. Why? I are they don't understand. Movies? The mole man, he, he got a little sexy. I guess, I guess he ended yeah. up he ended up dressing them up and then just like, hey, oh my god, welcome to the Valley of Diamonds. <laughs> There's all these diamonds. The mole man, and, and as for me. I'm the moment. I'm telling you, nothing of this matters. It doesn't matter no. at all. This whole Diamond Valley, nothing. It, it really it doesn't matter. It never comes back. We just no. know that he has plenty of diamonds. Though. Yeah, he's it's got like, a lot oh. of diamonds. That's what he's got. And then, yeah, you have the next deal is the Mole Man's secret. And now, pretty much thing behind Sue. What yeah, the hell? I, I you don't know, know. what I mean? Where does this, t- like where a, this thing come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big rock, like a, a bear yeah, type. Bear I, I don't like know. That. Yeah, it's just there. And she's, you know, half there. She's obviously with the thing, who again now has his whole outfit on and yep. rips it off. He only has trench coat, hat, and glasses just to rip off to, you know, mysteriously reappear oh, later for him to do it again. It so crazy. crazy. That's how they get yeah, you. Yeah, so and... Cute. and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got the tearaway pants yep. like an NBA player. Yep. Uh, they they have it. This this rock monster attacks him. Of course, you have the thing versus a rock monster. The thing just throws him in, in what appears to be water, I guess, there. And uh, you get Moleman. And Moleman, then he just sits on his throne. It looks like a cushy seat there sure. and explains – his problems, and basically his problems were he's an ugly man. Nobody wanted to hire him. Uh, you know, you ha- he went to go get jobs. Nobody wanted to hire him, so he went to Monster. Nobody girls like, what? No. Me go yeah, up? No. You don't make yeah. me laugh. Yeah, no. She, she wants no Without his glasses, he basically looks like my Uncle Slomo. 
call him a handsome man, but I mean, no, this is not a I mean, you know, yeah, it's not like, yeah, this is not like a, a guy who is, you know, so uh, such a monstrosity. He just, yeah, like you know, they don't like him. You know, his eyes, he's, both his eyes are there, his nose is in yeah. the right. He just has a big honker, really. Yeah, and it's funny because anytime I see the mole man, uh, he does remind me of, he reminds me of Captain Cold being the, a DC guy just because of those glasses, glasses, like the classic glasses. But yeah, he ended up like nobody wanted him, so he went to Monster Isle. There you go. And basically, that's that. I mean, well, he, he he's fell down mad. a hole. He was struck yeah. blind for whatever reason. But then he was able to, and he just talks about this part. This is another problem with the Marvel method. Was able to control all the creatures down there, yeah. and now he's created a honeycomb of passages to steal all, all the atomic cities. plants. And yeah, yep. and, that way and he's going to do that. And it's all or whatever. And then he just basically says, "Listen, I, I can see in the dark now. You know, let's fight. Let's stick fight. You know, like uh, men do. And they're doing stick fighting. And then luckily, Thing, who again shows up, ripping off." His hat and, and, hat and his stretch coat again. Out. His jacket and hat again. He shows up to rip that off. And it also makes me laugh is that I, I, it's almost like, I guess they've been the Fantastic Four for a little bit, but I still think they would call each other by their names. Like they wouldn't have said, but the thing, here he is. And he, he busts in and, and then, yeah, they, you have them fight, but then that monster comes back again. Yeah. You, you have Johnny then flame on, which rips or burns the outfit that the mole man had put on. On. Again, I don't know why it was uh, so, on. So, I mean, anyway. so when I first saw it, I was like, "Well, that must control their powers," but it doesn't. Yeah, that's they, what they I thought. No. are able to take them off any time they want. It's it like, is just there. It was it, just pajamas. That's all it was. It was crazy. a nice yeah. pair of pajamas. That's it's all. crazy. He wanted to have a sleepover. I'm, I'm telling you, when he's on that throne, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It looks like a cushion, maybe a beanbag chair throne that he's sitting be. on. It looks like a, a lazy boy or something. I got a, I got really a whole does. season of Lost on DVD, guys. You want to hang out? You know that's Yeah, really. Make. I mean, if you go if you go to page 24 and look at the top left, it looks like a comfortable seat. There, it's it's cushioned. He's he's a comfortable man there. Uh, really? But yeah, this monster then just comes up again out of a, a trap door and they're gonna fight it the moment tries to get get away you have reed then grab him but not really because then they're gonna get out of there basically all these monsters show up yeah just to have the fantastic four have johnny fly around between them you know with the with the flames and then they get out and get <laughs> they get in the rocket. I believe in modern continuity, you know, that's the Moloids. He controls okay, yeah, uh, a yeah. race called the Moloids. But here it looks like Dark an assortment Wars. of just this one guy that looks like a panther. Oh, one we guy, have, yeah, like, one guy looks like a panther. Yeah. Meets uh, an orc <laughs> yeah. or something. You have all these guys. This is you like have a potato, in the back, a great like potato. a bat guy, a potato, yeah. somebody in the back. Yeah, and they say it's just the underground. Gargoyles. It's, it's the underground uh, gargoyles. Yeah, and you can tell, like you said at the beginning, uh, where Stan Lee's wife, Jones, just said, you know, do what you want to do. You can tell. He is throwing everything oh, in. Yeah. Like he, like you said, he wants to make a monster comic, so he has that. He wants to do this. He wants that romance. He he wanted, and at the little bit that I read about this as well is, yeah, he thought that comics were ridiculous, and he wanted to yeah. do something. So he was getting this whole romance thing, and this is in in Stanley's mind. And back in the day, there, this was a more serious deal. Like well, this. this was the this was the novel more close to the novel he always wanted to write, and plus he had like you know he'd been working. In comics at this point 
for like over 20 years. You know, he'd yeah, been there really from the while, very beginning. Yeah. So he was getting tired of it. Plus, even before this, he was pretty much the only writer of yeah, like yeah. all every comic Marvel was putting out. And it was that was like Westerns and, and yeah, yeah. romance and yeah, monster comics out. and stuff. So he, he was, was definitely burned out. Burned out. It yeah. was this, I think, that turned him around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It turned not just the company, but him as a person. Even Jack Kirby, his his fortunes were, you know, things were looking grim for a lot of people in this yeah, turn. Yeah. This turned the yeah. thing around. But I do want to, I do want to finish, even though I know everyone's reading along with us that. The way that they drop Mole Man, the way they end it. Oh, like, it's the best. They just leave him there. They're like, yeah, oh, he's just killed. there. He won't hurt anybody. See, look, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Silent> <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's the best. They're like, hey, what, what happened to Mole Man? Oh, you know what? He's okay. I didn't really want to hurt him. But boom, the whole, oh, well, I guess he's done now. He, he's probably he, underneath. He was though. too ugly even to capture. Too ugly <laughs> for everything. Even, he was even too the ugly. people trying to arrest him. Yeah, were, just you know? to arrest him. No, they, they want, it's funny too because they leave basically like, and, and will we see the moment again? Only time will tell. Well, yeah, you, the island blew up. But he did mention he had these catacombs that would go to all these cities where he could. He, I think That's game's it. still on. I mean, he's nothing really below forever. That's yeah. all. It's and he's a mole man, though. I, I just, I, I do think that they're just like, oh well, they go off, and the mole man three weeks from now is is going to be in New York City. You yeah. just end with them there, and it just basically says, you know, you have another great issue coming up with the Fantastic Four and all that in the end. And yeah, we we laughed a lot. I liked it. I, I actually had some fun with it, even reading it. If I was giving it a score, I'm not going to give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I mean, I know it's the Fantastic Four number one. You almost I mean, there, should a for what it ended it, up you know, doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's, it's, it's it, no comic before was like that. Didn't look like no. this. Didn't have this much fast-paced action. But there are a lot of plot problems. There are a lot yeah, of oh, story holes. A lot. But with, uh, it, with that, <laughs> even like you're saying, there's a lot of things like when, you know, just me and you, we're, we're a little bit older than some people, you know, uh, some. some uh, but, you know, some people. But when, when I hear people talk about like, oh, man, I, I'm telling you, it always goes back to Star Wars New Hope for me. And when people watch it now, younger guys and gals and like, you know what, those special effects, they ain't so special and, and stuff. Just like what you're saying about this, like reading this back in the day, it probably blew your mind because yeah. it's so much different from a lot of things. Just like I said, Star Wars, it's a contextual thing where all of a sudden this movie, it was just leaps and bounds, uh, you know, more imaginative than anything. So I can say that I probably don't get as as big as it was just reading it. Now it's kind of funny and you can pick it apart. But sure. boy, there, there are plot holes. There are things where I, I don't know if you can maybe give it a thumbs up because of it, because Stan Lee does not waste time i mean you yeah. go from one scene to the other and yeah you well, wonder I mean, I, how I mean, and what thing, but like you know I, today you know the an origin story will take up almost a full yeah. six issue arc and it's like it just goes on and on and on frankly i think i'd rather than just bang it out because when it comes down yeah. to it you don't need to all you need to know no. is what their powers are yeah and you i said I mean? well, like, when we started yeah i'm with you. how they got them is irrelevant all we want to yeah. do is see the action so and, uh, and they, with that I, even I at the beginning yeah we were laughing like i wonder what they were doing the day before we're laughing about it but there's nothing in this like yeah you skip ahead you have some weird things like the military shoots a, an atomic bomb at johnny sure. where you know you have Reed throw it in the bay or the ocean. It blows up and then the army goes away. You don't need the army there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're done. The, the story goes on then. And yeah, he does what the biggest thing, and I say it all the time, reading an issue, 
in this one issue, he does the biggest thing. You do get an origin, you find out their powers, and you know their names. You know their regular names, and you know their superhero right. names, and you even get a little bit of the interaction with, you know, Sue is obviously romantically linked with Reed. Right. Yeah, Ben, he's, you know, he, they, they he's a They wanted to make a strike guy. there, and, you know, Johnny is, is the kind of the upstart yeah. kid, you know, he's the teenager. Yeah, and even that, know? even just having him in the hot rod right. and, and going off, you get the idea without, because Johnny, for the most part, is the least used guy in this. Johnny barely says anything. But hey, going out of it, you still get this idea of look at that young hotshot. You right. know what I mean? That he really does exactly. a great job of giving you everything you need to know in these 26 pages for 10 cents. And then off you go. And yeah, if I was back in the day, if I was there 61 and I got this and I'd be like, I can't wait till the next one. I, I need to see this, especially from, like you said, a lot of the other things that were going on, monster comics, westerns, things like that. This is a cool deal. And you even said in, in your notes that you have to also remember that the space race and the cold war like all of this stuff was starting right. and so that was intriguing so, to people suddenly too. comics were the story and comics were relevant they took place on yeah. in new york city uh yep. you know on earth and later on there will be things happening in the news that are relevant to what's going on yeah. and like they'll even meet jfk and all that stuff was incredibly revolutionary because comics were like the exact opposite of that. Stuff going on in yeah. Superman had no no respect to anything going on on planet yeah, it was Earth at just all. Just a you made know? up thing, yeah. Uh, and, and- that was it. Yeah, and with that, I mean, I know I laughed and how Reed's like, you know, what are you going to do, Sue? But you do have a woman character as That's, well yeah. that people can just, you know, you, you're a girl. Once you read comics, all of a sudden you have Sue Storm there, and that's pretty cool. Well, and you, then I you mean, have... you notice the detail in, in when she's at her society tea. There's a lot of detail paid, <laughs> oh, yeah. paid to her outfit. Oh, and, yeah. And that, that was really is. what romance comics came down to was having these, like, you know, yeah, certain fancy outfits outfit. that for girls to get into and and they were mindful of that throughout the whole thing it's funny what the what the fantastic four eventually ends up wearing are probably some of the worst costumes yeah yeah, yeah i said it, the worst, the worst costumes. they are the worst they are but, the worst. Uh, you know but she always has her street clothes are always like pretty dresses and whatever yeah, yeah. so uh even, even the people in the um in the uh street when she goes by there's a lady that's dressed really right. nice and you know stuff like that i'm actually going ahead in the in the deal to see when they first show up with their outfits here, um, and they, they, number two, and they still aren't there having a lot. I of think it's three. And, I believe it's okay. three. As yeah. a matter of fact, the comic the, the comic didn't sell terrific until I think the fourth issue. But then after really? that, it was pretty it was, much it was full out. and it was it was all over, you know. But uh, you know, people had to had to come up to it. it. Also, it came out of a uh, like the whole font of Fantastic Four follows a comic that Stan was putting up before this called Amazing Adult Fantasy, when he was trying to do uh, like horror stories, but with like, an adult Twilight Zone okay. sensibility. But, you know, frankly, he was not as good of a writer as Rod Serling. But the, the, the font that they used for this and the look of it was exactly the same. I mean, it almost like carried over from that. Yeah, old really. Font. So, uh, I, I think, I think kids saw it and they were like, they stayed away from it at first and then word got and around. Then once I'm they guessing, word got around, yeah, you gotta see this guy's made that, rock and this exactly. stretchy guy. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, if, if I was gonna get, it's hard to give it a score. I'm not even gonna give these a score. I don't think this, this is the type deal. of comic. Listen, if, if if all you care about is reading comics in the common co- current continuity, you can skip it. But yeah. if if you're interested in comics history and you have the Marvel app anyway, the Mar- yeah. unlimited app anyway, yeah. 
it's there's really nothing ventured, nothing gained, and you definitely in the context of all the things going on and like it just not just in comics but in the world, it's indispensable. Mm-hmm. It's an artifact. Yeah, it you is. Know what I mean? it it's is. like it's like a, a cultural artifact and uh yeah, and you got you got to look at it that way. And this is where I I wish that DC would come to their senses cuz this is a thing where, you know, we just read it and stuff like that, but it's it's a cool <laughs> thing to just read. I don't know that I'd ever buy a Omnibus Fantastic 4 or whatever, sure. but I'm I'm paying, you know, $10 a month to read it here. I mean, I'm I'm paying money and I love it. I I think that it's the best and you know, I know I, I'm going to every time we do these I'm gonna yell at the If you ever took a vacation, which you never do and never will, no. but if it I could see you taking the Marvel lab and oh yeah, it'd be awesome. Few- it's like what people used to do, where they get you know a novel and sit right. on the beach and do things like that. I certainly would do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is the end of our first episode. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you and everyone else what we're going to do the next episode, so that they can look ahead, read ahead, whatever. But it is Journey into Mystery number 83, and that is Thor's first appearance. And and I'm doing that because next month will be uh, the Fresh Start Thor book. So you know you can. You can see his first oh, you, appearance. You don't it's get funny. fresher than the first Thor. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, and and, uh, and with that, yes, <laughs> and, and with that, there's a lot of these that it's always a funny thing uh, that most of these guys, the big characters, Spider-Man, you know, Thor here and stuff like that, usually debut in these other comics, the Journey right. and the Mystery, you know, all that sort of thing. So that's pretty cool. But it actually makes it pretty cool for this Fantastic Four to just be a Fantastic Four number one. That, that's pretty cool. It was deal. sort of a big risk i'll tell you what folks if i remember i will tell you why next time the comics had to debut in titles like journey into mystery and amazing fantasy and stuff like that awesome we'll save that yeah we'll save that for another day yes but yeah thanks everybody for listening i hope you enjoy that and if you're listening to this and you don't have the marvel app and you're just like i'm gonna follow along with what they talk about I i do think that as we go on we probably will utilize the idea of having the app a little more this is something that we did new but I'll tell you, I think it's well worth getting, even if you get it for a sure. month and check it out. It's, it's really bucks, good. Right? I, I'll be honest, yeah. I don't even know what I pay. I pay it willingly, and it just comes out. Yeah, I, I, I know it's going, but I, yeah. when I first got it, they had a deal, and they had little deals. I think I was I was yeah, paying seven bucks a month for like a year. Well, that's uh, what I got now. That's the actual house. deal. Yeah, for oh, a year, good. I think it's don't like seven ninety nine, and boy, don't it's bother. well worth it. Well yeah. worth it. But yeah, thanks everybody, and yeah, Journey in the Mystery number eighty three, Thor's first appearance next time. Thanks a lot. I I will see you. Yeah. Thank you.